Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, happy hump day. It is April 12th, 2023. Dave Neal here, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. I got all your entertainment news in one spot. Bachelor content, Vanderpump rules, and some outrage happening in the internet. All here this afternoon on Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, that's right. We're grooving. Halfway through another week. That's right, folks. One step closer to summer. <laughs> We're getting there. Heat waves in the Midwest. It's actually a cloudy day here in Los Angeles, California. But we're going to get to all of your news in Bachelor Nation. The real uh, news happening out there is Vanderpump Rules. And you may not be covering it, but I sure as hell am. New episode tonight. Uh, last couple days, we covered American Idol news. And now we have some Bachelor alumni drama happening. You won't believe this story. Bachelorette alum Will Urena drugged, beaten, and robbed in Colombia. Here's his statement. Posted this on Instagram today. Sorry to all those I haven't been able to message back. While in Colombia, I was drugged, beat, and robbed of all my belongings. These past few days have been something I could have never imagined. Thank you for all those reaching out with kind words. I really appreciate y'all beyond words. I'm slowly working to get my life back to normal. I'm just be I'm beyond grateful to still be here. Oh, well, our thoughts and prayers are with former contestant on Bachelor Will Urena. Real scary things out there. And we have some more drama to get to in the Bachelor world. It almost never ends with Chris Harrison. Disgrace host, former host Chris Harrison. New podcast, the most dramatic podcast ever with Chris Harrison has this to say. Let's, uh, you know, Chris can get kind of slow and boring. So let's just play the hits, baby. Let's play the hits. Here's what Chris had to say regarding narcissism in Bachelor Nation. That there's um, been... Any bachelor or bachelorette narcissists? Oh, man. That's a good question. The creator of the show was. Really? Yeah. Uh, severely. Um, and again, one of the toughest things about narcissism is you will never, I don't want to say never, but very rarely will that person ever recognize that in themselves. Right. Um, That's like a, I was talking to one therapist right. about narcissism and, and she said, I'm just warning you that Next to a homicidal maniac, like narcissism is the toughest thing to mm. treat that mm -hmm. to have someone self-realize and actually fix that is next to impossible. It just rarely happens, um, which is scary. So if you are in that kind of a toxic relationship, you should think about exiting and getting yourself out of it. Um, mm. But I was trying to think of bachelors. Honestly, I don't think none, none come to mind because- that's not really how you get to be the bachelor. It's, it's kind of, um, people you have that to be open. Yeah. You have to be open. You have to be unlucky in love. You have to be ready to express yourself. And so it, that, a narcissist right. really wouldn't work very well. It's probably not no, someone no who you would cast. Yeah. Um, well, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I, I don't watch the bachelor, but I read, um, articles about it. Mm -hmm. And I think <laughs> in recent years, I don't know if I'm getting older or they're getting more immature, but when I read about what they're saying and stuff, I'm like, how do people watch this? It's like so immature and basic. Yeah. It, it, it changed dramatically. Don't it, you love this though? She goes, I don't even watch the show, but it's immature and basic. Well, you know, it's, it's very basic to comment on things that you're not watching. Even in the 20 years I was doing it, obviously I've been gone for about two. Um, I, and I always thought the same thing. Am I getting to be the old guy, like get off my lawn guy? Maybe. Um, right. or are these, are these conversations I'm listening to just getting more and more inane? And I'm like, you know, with the 
vocal fry voice and the, you know, lack of vocabulary and poor grammar and all those things that started driving me crazy. I'm like, wow, I really am becoming my grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think there's something there and it's a generational thing. It changed. Look, my generation, Uh your generation, it was different than the one before. Oh, right. So there's old Chrissy Ballgames Harrison giving us his update. And, you know, very interesting. I've received um, uh, comments by... Now, look, what I'm about to share with you is only from two people. We've got an audience of anywhere between three to 5,000 here on the podcast and around 50,000 daily listens on YouTube, sometimes up to 150,000. I think our most ever was a 600,000 day when we had a huge viral video. My point being is that it's, uh, I'm always, I always tread carefully to not share just some negative thoughts. But as you guys know, I ripped apart this text, ma- this uh, DM I got the other day that started off very accusatory. And it was like, sorry, if you don't care about the quality of, quality of your show and all these other things. And it was simply in response to me reading a few headlines about the controversy that's happening with Nike and Anheuser-Busch, both sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney, a trans influencer, who, by the way, is 26 years old, so it's not like it's some child or whatever, but it's some trans influencer who, you know, is being sponsored by major corporations. And, you know, look, my my whole deal is this. Um, Corporations are psychopathic, and they're going to find a swimmer that they uh, endorse. Like, Nike's going to find a pole vaulter, a javelinist, a archer. They're going to literally try to cover every ounce of the athletic and uh, athleisure market they can. That's just what you do when you're a company. But some people are upset about that, I guess. And I I still don't understand why after receiving criticism. So this morning I got a criticism from another person and they started with this. They said, do your research, bro. That listener was right. If you're not in the know, don't comment. And of course, my response to summarize was like, please don't just start a DM that way. I said, just introduce yourself or something. Ground your statement in humanity. And once I got through all of that, I finally got to the root of what this person's problem was. I said, what's the big deal? Like, I don't understand, you know, you know, talking like Chris Harrison here about be, being old and not understanding the current issues, but like, I just don't get it. The response was, I have a I have a problem with this particular trans person. Being a girl is more than what is being portrayed by Mulvaney, the the, the trans uh, influencer. The problem is who they picked and the timing. So yeah, I have a problem. She does not represent me. There are literally millions of other athletes, trans or otherwise, that were passed up that would have been a much better choice. I mean, look, this isn't the Times person of the year where you get one person to pick. Nike probably... Uh, has 10,000 athletes and influencers that they sponsor. I just don't understand the point. If anyone could DM me, I just ask you could be nice, <laughs> please. If you think I, you know, I'm being nice as I cover Love is Blind and this and that and all these other stories, all these shows, all I just ask is for some goddamn kindness. If you're going to, you know, message me and I, I guess I, I guess some people struggle with that because uh, they think uh, they can just talk to me like I'm a jukebox, but either way, Nike responds to backlash over Dylan Mulvaney's partnership, instructs customers to be kind, be inclusive. Mulvaney is one of Nike's paid ambassadors. Yeah, there's a million ambassadors. So Nike's being boycotted. And of course you've got people like Kid Rock and others uh, banning or canceling Bud Light. Anheuser-Busch loses more than $5 billion in value amid Dylan 
Mulvaney Bud Light controversy, which of course is a real clickbait headline because, you know, Bud Light stock went down 4%. So clearly Bud Light's a multi-billion dollar company. If the stock goes down a little bit in a day, it loses value. If the stock goes up the next day, people don't say, oh, Bud Light gains a trillion dollars in, in stock value because of Dylan Mulvaney. It's pretty much, you know, not going to affect Bud Light whatsoever. Now, you may have issue with Bud Light um, and Nike jumping on um, different bandwagons, whether it be LGBTQ+, whether it be, you know, Paralympics. But like, if you're going to be upset with them for representing a trans influencer, you have to be, uh, you have to be upset when they, influ when they, you know, uh, sponsor everything. It's, it's just exhausting how riled up some people get. But of course, accessing somebody's fear-based uh, side of the brain is probably the easiest thing you can do. It really is. And um, I mean, my comments initially on Friday regarding this topic weren't controversial one bit, and I still maintain that they aren't. It's a free market. Sure, people can boycott Bud Light, but don't boycott Bud Light and then chug a Landshark or whatever other brand uh, Anheuser-Busch owns. You know what I mean? It's it's an American-made company. Uh, doesn't it make you wonder if foreign countries are behind this uh, infighting we have going on here? Don't make me get all conspiratorial. We will, folks. We will get into it. But by the way, here's what I've learned, and I still dabble with it. You just can't win with some people. Like they're just mad, and I don't. Even, and they don't. If you can't properly tell me why you're upset in less than two sentences, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But here we are, folks. And speaking of drama, and there is a lot of it. Our next story revolves around Vanderpump Rules. And I get you might not be following Vanderpump Rules, or maybe you are, but either way, I'm invested in this topic, and it just feels so Bachelor-adjacent uh, and bat in parallel to the Bachelor world. We've got outrage amongst and, and warring, I might tell you, amongst friend groups on Vanderpump Rules, which is essential. They all work in this restaurant industry together in Los Angeles, but you've got uh, this guy, Tom Sandoval, just flat-out cheats on his longtime girlfriend of nine years with a girl, with a lady named Raquel. And of course it was exposed after something like eight or nine, seven months, whatever it was. And everyone wants the receipts. When did you first kiss? When did this happen? When did that happen? Well, of course, Tom Sandoval goes on Howie Mandel's podcast. We covered it yesterday and there's more to cover from that. Uh, now we have Andy Cohen. Of course, we know Andy Cohen, the sort of celebrity host of what Watch What Happens Live. He produces a lot of content on Bravo and he is calling out Howie Mandel and he's putting him on blast after Tom Sandoval interview says Howie Mandel didn't do his homework. Well, it's a ton of fun. I'm going to share one of the two videos that I put together today regarding the subject. The first video, which I'm not going to share here, I'll summarize, was Lala Kent, friend of Ariana, who is the woman that Tom Sandoval cheated on. And uh, she called him out for being a liar and says it's, um, you know, called them random and all these other things. Well, she uh, was captured by TMZ. And I want to share the clip of what she said regarding the situation. This is at LAX earlier today. Thank you. It feels like all we've been talking about is you guys lately. Um, hey, we just got photos of Tom and Raquel hanging out in December in his hometown mm. in St. Louis. Yeah. So this crazy crossover, like, did it come as a shock to you and to everybody when all of this came out? Or did it only come to as a shock to us? I think it came as a shock to everybody else. I was suspecting it kind of for a long time, since the summer. Something felt off. Right. 
So was it a shock to Ariana or do you think she kind of knew too? No, she didn't know. No idea? No, she was devastated. Every All right, Lala says she was devastated. So again, there's a Vanderpump Rules episode coming out tonight. I'll have the recap for you tomorrow morning. I say get on board and I hope you don't mind that I'm going to be branching out of the Bachelor world, especially during the offseason to cover some of these topics. We'll have Love is Blind, Weddings, Friday night, that episode. So I'll have a Saturday morning recap. And then Sunday, there'll be a Love is Blind live reunion. I'll be doing a live stream after that. Uh, if anyone wants to donate to the channel and appreciates what we've got going on, over here. Hey, that's how that's what keeps the content rolling is the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Dave Neal. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash D-A-V-E-N-E-A-L. As you know, the last couple weeks of the podcast, we haven't had any sponsors here. Oh, other than the sponsors that the platform puts in. You know, they put in these random sponsors, I think, twice during an episode. But um, the best way you can help donate and keep the show running is through Patreon and joining the membership community. All right, let's get into our featured clip of the day. This is a clip from the video I made today regarding uh, the criticism for Howie Mandel's interview. And I think you guys like when I make this type of content, like the technical side of things of when interviews go wrong. Just his lack of knowing anything about the show he's covering is really funny. Have a listen. Tonight's Jack Hall goes to the fact that Howie Mandel apparently didn't know what he was getting himself into with his interview of Tom Sandoval today because it seems like maybe he didn't do his homework. All right, so let's show those clips here of the homework that was not done Starting at the 29.56 mark. As the ignorant yeah. person here. And, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, and at least he opens his comment by saying, as the ignorant person here. I'm just <laughs> discerning it for myself, okay? Here is a young, talented man who has a business, who is on a show, who happens to be... Um, Suffering in, you know, with a life uh, experience, turning 40, uh, depressed, um, unaware of where his life and his business is leading in a. I got to be careful. I'm turning 40 in two years and two weeks from now. And I got to make sure I don't cheat on one of my wife's friends because I'm turning 40. Relationship that has stalled. Everything kind of feels like malaise. He's just looking for something. He happens to be surrounded by people who, you know, I, I think it, even though you're on a reality show, it's a very closed world. It really is. There's only certain people around. So there's this young lady, uh, Raquel, mm -hmm. who is who just happens to be there and happens to be. By the way, Howie Mandel looks like if Top Gun did a lot of uh, acid in the 70s. A very wonderful person and a friend that you can talk to. And when you feel very vulnerable, you need that outlet. And they start. Okay, so, you know, look, everything that Howie Mandel is saying is not necessarily wrong. It's just in such poor taste because he's explaining um, the atro atrocious behavior and it's like you can't untangle all of the Christmas lights all at once right it gets messy it's a very messy because you know it's like what so what's so so then what's Tom Sandoval left to do start a healthy relationship with Raquel even though every aspect of their relationship of their family tree involves cheating started talking and started talking and then you know there's chemistry sparks fly they kiss and in that moment, when you are so vulnerable, even just a kiss 
is like taking crack for the first time. You know what I mean? I'm sure it is. I, this hasn't happened to me before, but I can imagine the dopamine levels of doing something you're not supposed to do are fantastic. Unfortunately, the rules of karma that comes with the other side of things, which is going to be the sort of uh, sort of audience recoiling in in, uh, in in defense of what they would hope would be you know a, a relationship working out. Now, uh, obviously, that's not the case. They, it, it creates a high. It's a, like a respite from this you know darkness that is your life, and you go, "Oh my God, I don't understand these feelings." You start talking to your therapist. You don't really fully act on that kiss, you know, but you want that feeling again. That's the first time that you feel alive. You feel like something positive, something light is happening. And of course, what everyone has just said is, well, well, why don't you just break up? Just break up. Now, people are wondering, will this relationship last between Sandoval and Raquel? And uh, Andy Cohen had asked that question just six days ago. You think Raquel and Tom mm. will make it as a couple? Mm. I've actually thought about this a lot. I'm oh. sure. Well, then get to the answer. I think it'll be a miracle if they make it. I think, oh man, they, their relationship is, you know, they, I know they care so much about each other, but like even in the short time that they've been in love or whatever you want to call it, it's become toxic. Yes, toxic it is. And it's funny to see other reality stars, Juliet Porter, uh, kind of comment on this. So we'll go through that. Holy shoot. Tom is totally in love with Raquel. WTF. Uh, Sounds kind of sincere too, but I'm also the most gullible person in the world. Yeah, I'm the same way. Whenever I hear somebody, this is like, I would get, I would just get roasted in like sort of a tribal situation. I would not do well on Survivor, put it that way. Because when I, tr I trust people too easily. Like if I were to just in a vacuum watch the podcast with Tom Sandoval, I'd go, oh yeah, he was lost in this and that. You know what I mean? Like that, I'm just such a sucker. Um, so then let's go to what else she had to say here. Okay, this is the first time I've ever watched this show because... The real ones remember Lala tried to get our show canceled in 2017, but for for good reasons. But so this is the first time I've ever watched this show. And my first impression is that there was no love there and she didn't want to be with him at all and that he annoyed the hell out of her. What I don't understand with anyone that's going through a situation like this, it's obviously hard to tell someone that you want to end a relationship and tell them that you have feelings for their friend or you kiss their friend. What's way harder, though, is to hide it for months, not tell anyone. And then you know that it's ultimately going to come out. You're on a reality show. It's obviously going to come out. Like All right. So I totally agree. I mean, rip the bandaid off, break up. But of course, Tom says he tried to. He couldn't. Let's play this next part from Tom here, the 36 uh, mark. He does like it, this kind of feels like when O.J. Simpson wrote that book called If I Did It or How I Would Do It, whatever it was called. It's like he's just uh, he's just saying the quiet part out loud here. But he said he kind of blames you know tom here blames ariana for not even noticing that he was cheating on her a blind eye or just it, trusting me i guess um but like just to tell you how distant we were and and how like at, at later at later part of our relationship like i was seeing raquel as often as i could um which i know that sounds horrible um and facetiming her all the time and like Ariana just like really didn't even notice because that's just how separate our lives were. I had to actually tell her like, you know, I don't like, have you not noticed how distant I've been lately? And she's like, oh, you have? 
She's just like, like normally when you're with somebody and somebody's having a bad day and they walk in the door or they're, or they're like been so closed off or whatever, it's like, it's like, honey, like, are you okay? Like, you seem to be very closed off from me lately. Like, what's going on? But she didn't even notice because that's just how our relationship was. Like, we had separate lives. And so when I, so when I said hypothetically, if we broke up, she basically was like, well, you know, definitely not going to the reunion. Um, I'm quitting the show. Fuck the sandwich shop. She's supposed to open up with Katie. And right. um, um, we're selling the house. Um, and I'm deleting all social media and I'm moving away. All right. So Tom accuses uh, Ariana of pulling the nuclear codes if they were to break up. Here's what Sheena says regarding if people will be quitting the show. Other cast members would walk away. I don't think any of us are walking away, but it's going to be very hard to convince any of us to be in the same room. I'll say that. Mm. Wow. You had to film it separately, like he just said. How did you feel about that? I, Filming set, like, did you not mind? Honestly, I was okay with it because the conversation I wanted to have with her was immediately after New York when cameras picked back up. I had everything I wanted to say, and then she threw the TRO on me. And then after okay, that- Okay, so they get in face. The, the drama keeps spilling, guys. I'm trying my best to cover this story, but every time I unearth a new aspect of the story, it's just another layer. It's like, well, so-and-so cheated on so-and-so, but they were cheated on by so-and-so. And I'm over here just taking notes, being like, oh my God, I can't eat, I, can't, I lit- I literally can't even. And I'm being told from some of your comments that don't even watch Vanderpump Rules that you're enjoying maybe my brain melt as I try to cover this. My brain is melting, folks. Um, is it a good thing that I'm here or not? I don't know. I need. I might need therapy. I have like vicarious PTSD from what's going on here. But I will say when it comes to podcasting, you got to try your best. And I'm trying. I'm getting it wrong a little bit. Someone commented on my Instagram. Let's go to my Instagram here that I totally messed it up. Um, I'm getting it wrong a little bit, but I'm trying. I posted yesterday's video, uh, my recap, and uh, Han McCown, McCown had the nicest comment. She says, hi, Dave. You got the info wrong on your podcast. Ariana was Sandoval's partner, not Katie. Katie was married to Schwartz and going through a divorce with him, which is why she was pissed Raquel kissed him. Katie is one of Ariana's best friends, and Ariana is the one who was cheated on by Sandoval. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all of your grace as I try to absorb myself into the drama here and kind of make uh, some some content out of it. And as I make this content, literally news stories are being written, uploaded. It's coming at me so fast. Here's Andy Cohen right now. Just responded to Howie Mandel's interview with Tom Sandoval. We should, I should mention this Sandoval interview with Howie Mandel of all people. Hey, let me ask you a question. Why was he allowed to do that? Doesn't Bravo have him on like a PR interview like waiting for the reunion embargo? You know, one would think. One would think is like, this is all stuff I want to hear at the reunion, you know? You're going to in a different forum. And I, I will predicate this by saying, I, I, I did a great interview with Tom at the reunion. Uh, and I'm still looking forward to you all seeing that and hearing his perspective up against Raquel and Ariana is fascinating stuff. So what probably happened was what probably happened was Tom Sandoval did the interview with Andy. He probably didn't know. I don't know. Maybe he felt like he didn't get his all the words in he wanted. So then he redoes the interview. Now, people are throwing this out there that the Tom Sandoval's drummer and cover band manager is married to Howie Mandel's podcast producer. So that's why their interview was 
linked up because everyone was wondering, why would he do this interview with Howie Mandel? He doesn't even watch the show. So there's still more to come. This Howie Mandel thing, I, I, I don't know. I found out about it last week, was annoyed on my behalf, on Bravo's behalf, on the viewer's behalf. I'm surprised he gave an interview to someone who doesn't seem to be familiar yeah. with the show or watch the show At on all. any level. No. I mean, from the clips that I saw, do you think Howie watched a frame of the show? No, he didn't. No, as as was just pointed out on the Smith Sisters Live, he said, who's Sheena? Right. As he was reading notes. And he's like, I don't understand why this is a big deal. But, you know, maybe that's what Tom felt he needed from an interview so that he could just be completely unchallenged. Wow. Fascinating. You can understand why Andy Cohen would be upset. I mean, he's got he's got equity on the show. It's his show, right? He so he's gonna want to um, you know he just had the wind taken out of his sails when it comes to uh, the reunion. I still think the reunion will get us at the the big ratings and there'll be more podcasts and spill out. But so fun to hear the behind the scenes. And you know it's so funny being at the off season of Bachelor. There really isn't much news. I did have a spoiler video I made today for the final four of Charity Season of Bachelorette reality. Steve has leaked that. I'm not going to share it with you here. I'm going to keep that spoiler because to be honest, I don't know any of these guys yet. But if you want to watch that spoiler, you can go check out my YouTube channel for that content. And again, I appreciate all of everyone's support here as we uh, we uh, meet this daily grind. I do want to mention that even though I shared some, I don't know, relatively soft. Or negativity from some DMs I've received. The amount of people that have reached out to me with positivity cannot go unnoticed. So thank you guys all so much for that. I really do believe we're trying to sift through a lot of snarky, gossipy type of content, along with politically charged and culturally charged news, which can be very tough out there since the thing that brings us all together, like we're not like, my audience is not all Democrat. They're not all Republican. They're not all conservative and they're not all progressive. They're all over the place. And I just can't accept, I have to reject people that can't uh, be understanding as we cover different topics uh, that, uh, you know, we're, we're no longer in our bubble, folks, is my point. And I think most of us, 99.9% get that. And I really vibe with all of you. So thanks so much for being a valued member of our community and for all the reviews, the likes, the comments, the subscribing. It helps the algorithm and it helps us uh, continue to grow. All right. Well, until tomorrow, that's going to do it for me today. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour.